Hello everyone, it's raining outside, so I'll get a little ASMR for you. Isn't that nice? Like, so calming and chill and peaceful, right? I love hearing the rain. Ugh. Anyways, so after last week's story, I got reminded of this story, which, oh my god, it's really cringeworthy, but I'm also really surprised this did not end up bad for me, because it totally, totally, totally could have, and it to totally could have ended up bad for my friend as well, um, and we could have not been friends anymore after this. I mean, we wound up not being friends anyways, but not because of this, um, so, I'm going to go ahead and tell you the story, and you can hear all the weirdness that was me at, at 13, 14. Okay? You're welcome. So, before we get started, I always talk about something that's been on my mind, and recently, I love Steel Panther. I've loved Steel Panther actually since the MySpace days back when they were metal school, so straight up was totally bummed when Lexi left because, let's be real, like, when all the original guys aren't there, sometimes the magic is gone. Not saying that it's going to be bad now that Lexi's gone. I'm sure the bass player they find is going to be awesome, and, you know, we should just give it a chance, because, like, you know. But, like I said, the original magic after all the originals leave is gone. Well, not all the originals, it's just one original member that left... Me and my awkward brain. I'm so sorry about that. But yeah. So sometimes the original magic isn't always there. But they make new magic. Maybe. Possibly. Honestly, I hope they pick Spider for their bass player. Because, like, he works really well with them. Honestly. But that's just my opinion. As for Lexi, he is now going by his, his other name or his regular name. His non-character name, which is Travis Haley. And he's in a new band called Hollywood Gods and Monsters. And guys, they've been putting out some stuff. And it's really good. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, like a lot of times when people do side projects, I don't really get that into it. But, like, they're really good. I kind of feel like when he was with, when he was doing the whole Lexi Fox character thing, he was kind of, like, boxed in a little bit because they mainly do covers and hair metal. Like, they have original songs, but all their original songs are kind of, like somewhat takes on other hair metal songs so and he kind of had to be the character so he couldn't really branch out and they like they are creative they do write songs and they're funny as shit they really are but like I mean creatively they're pretty much basically just writing 80s hair metal comedy songs and there's not much more to it than that I mean they rock for damn sure, but like, it's kind of like niche kind of like in a, you see what I'm saying? So now I'm just like excited to see like creatively what he's going to do and what Hollywood Gods and Monsters will do because there's like a lot, it's just like a lot and I'm excited. Okay, that's all I wanted to say. You should probably check out Hollywood Gods and Monsters because they're going to be really good and also check out the new bass player for Soap Panther when they get one because that's probably going to be really cool too. Okay, that's all I wanted to say. Also, question of the day, since I'm going to do killing two birds with one stone. What were you doing in 2004 and 2005 and 2006? 
or just like the early to mid 2000s what were you doing i was a middle schooler with almost no life hence why i only had like two sleepovers at other people's houses this entire time and literally the only sleepovers i had at my house were two of them and they were with the same people so I didn't have much of a life back then. I mainly, like I said, hid in my room, listened to music, and watched TV. That's what I did. It's kind of what I'm still doing. Alright, so like I said, this story takes place in, like, around 2005-2006. So about a year-ish later, after the whole working for the student body government thing happened. Um, I was even more punky and more goth and more tomboyish than I was the year before. And now I was allowed to wear eyeliner and now I had a MySpace too. So I was just killing the game, at least in my little world. So I'm going to call this person Marley. Um, that's not her name, and I have, I have talked about her before in my catfish episode. She was the one who had a catfish boyfriend named Eli over MySpace. Only we didn't know he was a catfish yet in this episode, so or in this story. Because basically, for like the first half of the sleepover, that's what we spent the afternoon doing. Was It was like a Saturday afternoon. I was bored, she was bored, we were talking on the phone, and she was just like, come to my house, and I was just like... Um, okay. And then, like, I asked my mom, and my mom let me go over there. So, um, yeah, I went to see the night at her house, and this is how, this is how insane we were. We literally, um, talked to her boyfriend over AIM, if anybody remembers, AOL Instant Messenger. Yes, we spent a good couple hours on there. We took pictures for MySpace. We went on my MySpace and started friending hella people, because my mom at the time was very like conservative with my myspace and i didn't have any pictures of myself on there and that bothered marley and a bunch of my other friends because they were like you should have a picture of yourself and even though i knew i wasn't allowed to i took a whole photo shoot in marley's little patio backyard thing she lived in a little townhouse kind of like i do except hers was a one-story townhouse mine is a two-story but yeah basically i went in her little backyard patio thing did a whole photo shoot with her little chihuahua Someone commented that it looked like I was going to, like, sacrifice Chihuahua to Satan. I didn't. I cuddled that little guy because he was adorable. Oh, my God. His name was Peanut, you guys, and he was a black Chihuahua, and he was literally the cutest fucking dog I've ever seen in my life, besides my own dogs, but, like, pretty pretty fucking cute, okay? All dogs are fucking cute. Anyways, um, but, yeah, so halfway through the night, after our MySpace photo shoots that we did for me... And we took some with her, some of her too, but mainly she wanted to do one for me because like I said, I had none for myself and talking to Eli, her catfish boyfriend and a bunch of other stuff. We got really bored. Like we'd had like a bunch of snacks, like chips and soda and all that because her dad just gave us a bunch of snacks and was like, Hey, I don't want to cook. So if you're hungry here, snacks. So that's what you're doing in her room, eating snacks when we both realized how kind of bored we were getting because Eli had to go. I told her we could take more MySpace pictures, but we'd already done that. So she was kind of like over it. And I was just like, well, fine, then we'll just like watch TV and eat snacks. So we're sitting there watching TV when, do you guys remember those ads? They would always start around like 7.30, 8 o'clock when they like kind of 
and especially on Comedy Central, I always saw them on Comedy Central. Well, basically, it's these ads for like, um, you call there and it's like a chat line where you call there and basically from your landline would have phone sex with people or chat to people about meeting up to have hookups or sex or whatever. Well, one of these commercials comes on and she's, Marley just starts laughing and she said, the last, um, the last sleepover I had, which was with a girl I'll call Michaela. So Michaela and I, the last sleepover we had, basically we called one of these sex lines and just like pranked people and messed with people. And I was just like, oh my God, like that's what we need to do. Now, here's where things kind of like go off the rails. We didn't think it through a little bit. These actually get charged when you call these lines like this. They're charged per minute to your um, phone bill or were to the landline phone bill. I'm sure if there's still stuff like this around that's also charged to your cell phone bill now. But back then it was over a landline and it would get charged to your phone bill. We did not think about that. We didn't even ask. We didn't say anything. And also it was a sex line. So what 13 or 14 year old are going to go to their dad and be like, hey, dad, we're going to call a sex hotline. OK, it's going to cost you some money, but we're going to do that because we're bored. Yeah, that's OK. Cool. Like, no, no 13 year old is going to go tell their parents they're doing that because they know that their parents will 90 percent of the time, I hope, are going to say no. Well, so we call it and she didn't want to talk. I mainly want to do it because I was bored. She just wanted to like sit back and be along for the ride and like laugh at my weird ass. So of course, what do I do? I pull my best Paris Hilton sexy hooker baby voice because like I really want these guys to believe like I'm super sexy. So if I make them think I'm like Paris Hilton or I talk like Paris Hilton or I sound like Paris Hilton, they'll think that I look like her. And every time they ask me what I'm wearing, I just tell them I'm a blonde girl who's five foot four and I have D cut boobs and I'm wearing a nightie because I just want them to think that I'm so sexy. And almost everyone on this phone line that we were talking to fell for it. They would ask me questions like I got and I got some weird stuff. Mainly I would try to ask the questions because after the first guy asking some really weird sex questions that I had no answers for because I was like, like I said, 13, 14, 15, like right in that age range. I knew nothing. Like I was a virgin who couldn't drive, didn't know anything about anything. Like I knew what a blowjob was and I knew what a hand job was, but that's just it. I knew what they were. But I'd never done them, so I didn't know anything besides knowing what they were, basically. And he was asking me all kind of weird questions. So we quick hung up on that guy, got a new guy to talk to. And so I started asking questions like, what are your favorite snacks? What kind of movies do you watch? If you invited me to your house right now, like, and we had dinner, what would you make for me? Just like stuff like that. Like not, not even like sex questions, it's like random questions said in a sexy hooker baby voice and um most guys thought it was really weird and most guys after a couple minutes got tired of me and would hang up because they realized I'm not going to like have phone sex with them and I'm not going to meet up with them to have sex with them if I'm not even going to have phone sex with them so they would get bored and give up on me and finally one guy gets on there we've been doing this for maybe you know an hour and he starts talking to me and I start talking to him and I tell him, what are you wearing? That's one that I would do too. 
what are you wearing right now? Like, tell me what you're wearing. Tell me what you look like. And so he starts describing himself until he, then he asks the same of me, like, what are you wearing and what do you look like? So I get on my Paris Hilton voice and I start telling him like the, I'm a blonde girl who's short and I have big old boobies and I'm in a nighty and I'm, it's black and there's lots of lace and all this stuff. And then he tells me, you know what? I think I need a second opinion on that because I really don't believe you. So I look over to Marley and I'm like, you're on girl. And I hand her the phone and she just uses her regular voice. She doesn't do like a sexy voice or anything. And I'm trying to get her to do like a sexy voice, but like she won't do it. And I'm just like, girl, come on. And she's just telling him like, yeah, my friend is really super hot and like blah, blah, blah. If I was a guy, I'd totally do it with her, like all this stuff. And then out of nowhere, we hear him say, wait a minute. And she's like, what? And so he starts asking her these questions and he goes, you have a dad and it's a single dad. And she goes, yeah. And he goes, and, um, and you're, you're not an adult. You were, you are with your dad right now. And she goes, yeah. And then he goes, oh my God, Marley. And she goes, oh my God. And then she realized it was someone that knew her dad. And that's why they were asking this question. And he asked a couple more questions. And then she realized she knew exactly which person this was. So she hangs up and she was like, oh my God, oh my God. Like he's going to call and tell my dad. And like, we're freaking the fuck out. Cause like, we're in trouble now. We're in trouble now. Because if he tells her dad, not only are we in trouble for going on a phone sex line, we've also costed her dad money. 60 minutes worth of money. Like, and those minutes were not cheap back then. So... <laughs> Her dad's probably going to be pretty pissed at us, right? You would think. So after a couple minutes, we're trying to figure out, like, what the fuck are we going to do? Like, if he tells on us, what are we going to do? Like, so the best thing that we came up with is to just lie. Lie and say, nope, we didn't do it. It wasn't us. We, we never did that. And my voice, when I'm not doing the Paris Hilton voice, doesn't actually sound like that in my normal speaking voice. So I was just like, oh, yeah, like, I don't talk like that. Like... I don't talk like that. So for real, like, how could it be me if I don't talk like that? Like, it wasn't me. I promise. But um, a couple minutes of us rehearsing over, like, exactly what we're going to say and exactly what our story is going to be, the phone rings. You can imagine, like, our panic because we were like, oh, no, this is this guy. He is telling on us. And out of nowhere, we hear her dad start yelling, Marley, Marley, come here. And we're like, fuck. So we walk down the hall like we're going to our fucking death sentence because we were like, we're so dead. And I'm like, my mom is going to come get me. He's going to tell her what we did. And I'm so dead, like for sure fucking dead because my mom will kill me for this shit. Anyways, um, we get there and he says, this guy will call him Ed. Ed is going to bring us a pizza. Like, do you want anything on it? Like, what do you want on it? And all I wanted was cheese. So I said, can we put cheese on it? And he's like, yeah, you want extra cheese? Sure. We'll put extra cheese. And Marley was like, yeah, pepperoni and pineapple and this and that and the other. And we're like telling him all the stuff we want on a pizza. And then the, he tells the guy, then he hangs up and we sit there and we wait, I don't know, like a good half hour. And this guy shows up with a fucking pizza. Now, at the time, I thought, damn, I did all that and I got us a fucking free pizza, bitch. Like, I am a badass. Like, I am woman, hear me roar. Look at what I fucking did for us. Now, thinking back to that now as an adult, I realize this guy wasn't doing it to be nice. He wasn't bringing us a free pizza because we were bored. No, he was doing it to come by and see if the sexy hooker baby voice girl was hot. Even though she was 13, he didn't care. He just needed to know if she was hot. I mean, I wasn't at the time. 
I dress in all black dude's clothes from Hot Topic and Walmart. So you can imagine what I what I looked like. I also was going through a phase where I was like really chunky and had really bad zits and really short hair. So I I was not cute. Let's just be real. I was not cute at all, which I think in this situation, my low self-esteem and not being cute at all or not thinking I was cute actually kind of helped me out because when he got there, he was nice to us and he kind of talked to us a little bit like, oh, like you go to school with Marley? Like what grade are you in? What What's your favorite class? Blah, 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 this and that. But it wasn't like him trying to flirt with me or anything. And after a couple minutes, he let us go eat our pizza in her room and he ate pizza with her dad and they hung out and then he left. And I think back on this and I, I'm like, dude, I lucked out so hardcore. Like that could have been so much worse. That could have been so much worse. And I am so lucky that it was not. First off, I'm lucky he didn't tell my parents or anybody else because we would have been in so much trouble. And secondly, I am so lucky that he didn't act on anything or like try to like do anything to me because of that because there are some people out there who would get super pissed and try to hurt you or people out there who would be turned on by that and still try to get with you even though you were 13. Like that's some scary shit. Like there's some scary people out there and the fact that he in a way almost kind of Chris Hansen us where he like showed up anyways to bring food and pizza. Like, that's exactly what they do on To Catch a Predator, and he did it and didn't get caught. And, like, to this day, like, I think back and I'm like, oh my god, if my kid ever does that, I'll fucking kill them. Like, there's, what the fuck? Like, what was wrong with me? And why, what? Like, I I was such a weird child, but I'm, there's, I have lots of stories like this too, where I did weird shit like that and lucked out hardcore. So I'll probably tell you guys some more, but be really careful out there. And please, if you're 13 or 14... Don't go on, like, Tinder and pretend to be an adult. Don't go calling sex lines because literally there are people out there who don't give a shit that you're a kid. And and will try and, you know, do all the things with you. and Or get angry that you're a child pretending to be an adult and try to hurt you. So, just be really careful and don't do weird shit like that. So, after we enjoyed our pizza... We went back to her room and just went to sleep because, like, we laid in bed, talked half the night, and went to sleep because we were scared. Like, we didn't want him, this guy to, like, tell on us. And then the next day we woke up and went to Denny's and we talked about even more stuff. And then after we ate Denny's, her dad took me home. And to this day, my parents, and I don't even think her dad even knows to this day what we did. So, Marley... Here's hoping, I mean, they're going to find out now, but I mean, years and years later, I don't think they'll care too much, but, um, like I said, nobody's, we never spoke of this again. I don't think I ever even told Lauren about this, so yeah, you're welcome for the story. All right, guys, a little more. Rain ASMR for you. Hold on. Don't know if you can really hear it over, you know, the ambient noises in my leaky faucet, but I tried. Um, my life advice for you 
enjoy the soothing sounds of the rain. Like, I know it's it's not a lot, but here in California, we don't get a lot of rain, and we definitely don't get enough to kill the drought and refill our lakes and all that. But while we do have it, you know, go out and enjoy it. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy the moment that you're in. Don't do scary weird shit like I did. Just enjoy the moment that you're in. If you're bored, go find something simple. Like, it's raining. Go play in the rain. Or, oh, like, it's quiet in here. Let's make music. Let's watch TV. Um, or read a book. You know, there's a lot of better fun things you can do with your time than doing weird scary shit like we did. Be careful, okay? Alright, my lovely little pineapples, it is that time of the night for me to say I love you, goodbye, and if we ever meet in person, I'm gonna buy you tacos and touch your butts. <laughs>